Well, good morning and a very warm welcome to St Swithin's this morning as we gather together to worship together as one in Christ. In these challenging times, sometimes we hear stories that make us laugh, that make us smile. Each one of us are created to smile. We need to smile. It's good for us. I wonder what would make you smile this morning. Maybe it's a beautiful holiday destination. Maybe it's the idea of having a dream of winning the World Cup or composing a beautiful piece of art, of seeing your family thrive, of finding a cure for COVID-19. Well, something happened in the town of Alton in Switzerland recently that I think many children would smile about and dream about. Here's a picture. It was snowing chocolate. Yes, snowing chocolate. How? The air conditioning on a nearby factory in Switzerland uh, broke down and started pumping out small bits of cocoa that actually fell in the village. Literally snowing chocolate. What an amazing image. What a funny thought. Each of our lives include good news and sad news. And we have exciting news this morning of the safe arrival to the Baron household of Kit Baron this week. We send our love and our prayers to Alice, to James and to Freddie this morning. But we also say officially goodbye to Muriel Venning after 50 plus years here of worshipping at St Swithin's as God's calling her up to Carlisle to be with her family, her daughter and granddaughters. <clears throat> Today we're looking at our value of mission and community together and Paul will share about this later. Each one of us is uniquely created by God to make a God-given difference in this world, to share and to be good news, to, be, to build a vibrant, thriving, caring, loving community, a church that shares the good news of Jesus with a needy world. Each one of us has a part to play in God's family. So let me pray. Heavenly Father, we pray you would fall afresh upon us this morning. Well up within us, we pray. And would we radiate your goodness as you fall afresh in us? Would we radiate your goodness and bring good news to our needy, dark world? In Jesus' name, Amen. Hello, good morning. Um, so, in this talk, we're going to think a little bit about mission and community. And uh, in particular, we're going to ask ourselves, what is it that our responsibility is to others? And we're going to hear that there are only two rules that matter, but that they do have life-changing consequences. So I don't know about you, but I was a member of a choir from the age of seven or eight. I was sort of recruited in from school, joined the local church choir, and music went on uh, to become a very important part of my life. Um, I went on to join the uh, Bath Bach choir a few years ago, sang with them for a couple of years. Uh, unfortunately, I had to give it up because I had a bit too much work to do at the same time. But uh, what happens when you join a, a club or a choir well, you, you work together uh, towards a common aim. Uh, you make certain commitments, don't you? 
to uh, rehearse uh, for a certain uh, number of the rehearsals, turn up um, to perform. Um, and uh, I suppose you could think of religions as being the same kind of thing, a bit like a club um, with a common purpose. Well, let's take um, Islam as a good example, one of the great world religions. And uh, Islam has five pillars, uh, five things that every good Muslim should do. Uh, you have to have a profession of faith. You have to agree to pray on a regular basis, to give to the poor, to fast, for example, in Ramadan. And you have to commit to a pilgrimage to one of the great holy places of Islam. Now, the Christian faith is kind of like that, but also not like that, because in Christianity, we have two rules. And uh, we can find this in Luke 10. I've um, got the scripture here. I'm going to read this to you. This is the uh, opening for the parable of the Good Samaritan. Um, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Jesus, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. Well, you have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. So those are the two rules. But you notice that loving God with everything you've got, loving your neighbour, these are not kind of tick box rules. You can't do them, tick them off. These are heart rules. And uh, God, of course, made us, made mankind to live in harmony with him and also with each other. But he also gave us the freedom to choose. And uh, from the start, Unfortunately, people chose to do their own thing, go their own way, rather than go God's way. And this selfish behaviour is what the Bible calls sin. Well, how do we fix this? Well, we fix it through a kind of reboot, a supernatural reboot. John 3, here we are, um, Nicodemus. An expert in matters of faith asked Jesus, truly, what do I have to do? And Jesus said to him, well, truly, truly, I say to you, unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? But Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. So this is being born again, a kind of spiritual reboot. 
um, taking out our hearts of stone, replacing them uh, with soft hearts, uh, listening to God. Are we, therefore, uh, having been through this process, are we perfect? Well, when we're not. Um, if you read John's first letter, he says that uh, you know, none of us is without sin. And uh, we all know that's true. But the great thing is, from Romans 6, that actually the power of that sin has now been broken because of what Jesus has done for us. So while it's still there, it's not now all-powerful. And what's more, as you walk on with Jesus in your Christian life, uh, we are gradually changed. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, here it is. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So, yes, there are just two rules. Love God with everything you've got. Love your neighbour. And not just the easy neighbours. Um, but not only are these rules, but we actually have help. Uh, we can enjoy a supernatural reboot. And we can enjoy... And the power of God's Spirit uh, in being gradually changed into his likeness and thus more able to love God and to love our neighbour. And that, of course, is the heart of the Christian gospel. That's why we're here. Um, now, what about those life-changing consequences that I mentioned at the beginning? Just two rules, but boy, these rules have life-changing consequences. One of the consequences that flows from a, a love of God and love of other people is um, this great commission that we read of uh, in Matthew 28. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. Some doubted. And Jesus said to them, uh, came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the end of the age. Mission flows from a love of God and a love of our fellow man, our fellow woman. Um, a bloke called Hudson Taylor founded the China Inland Mission during the height of the Victorian era when China really was a faraway place. And um, he, he said that... Uh, the Great Commission is uh, not a 
command, uh, beg your pardon, it's not an option to be considered, but it's a command. It's something that we've got to do. Now, um, what about Bath and what about Walcott, a parish? Um, you may feel, and I certainly feel, um, that actually taking the message of Christian faith to our parish and to our city, you know, that's actually hard. And uh, it's not necessarily my ministry, or perhaps you feel it's not necessarily your ministry. But the fact is that it is our job. Um, and as I was preparing this, I was thinking, what more can we do at St. Swithin's to reach out to families in our area, to the children? What about those lonely and isolated people, or worse at the moment, given the current situation? What about people who are vulnerable, who have uh, mental illness struggles? And indeed, what about the... Uh, comfortable middle classes. Um, God, I think, is calling us to um, speak to all of these people and help them understand what it is that Christian faith offers and the love of God for them. But to achieve this, I think we have to be, we have to be bold, don't we? Uh, and we have to rely on the power of God as we go. Um, Hudson Taylor said that there are three stages to every great work of God. First, it's impossible. Uh, then it's difficult. And then it's done. Uh, he also said that all God's giants have been weak men who did great things for God because they reckoned on God being with them, couldn't do it on their own. And that, I think, needs to be our approach as we begin to plan forward uh, for the future at uh, St. Swithin's. We need to be planning uh, ways in which we can fulfil our part of this uh, calling to reach out to our community. Because, to sum up, there are two rules. We need to be loving God with everything we've got, but also loving the people that we're here with. And that means that we need to take action. So, um, thank you for listening, and God bless. Morning. I'm going to use some hand gestures to help us with our prayers today. So we're going to start by holding our hands out in an open gesture. So, Father God, we know that you are here with us and we wait on you, remembering that you know each one of us, you love each of us, you welcome us, and we rest in your presence and receive your love. Now we're going to make one hand into a fist to represent our world and the communities that we're part of, and then we're going to put our hand round it to remind us that our Creator God loves all he has made. We pray for all those communities that we're part of, that they might know God's love with them now. Now we're going to put our hands on our head and remind us that we are under the authority and kingship of Jesus our Lord. 
and we pray for all leaders of nations and for our own government and members of parliament. We pray for wisdom, insight and a concern for the common good at this time of great challenge. May all in positions of authority serve with integrity, honesty and humility. Now we're going to put our hands together, interlocking our fingers like the shape of a church. Remind us of God's church throughout the world, particularly here in Bath. We pray for the Christians and churches that we're connected to across the world, for mission partners who serve in Brazil, Burundi, Ethiopia, South Africa, India. For Olivia and David working with the Chinese nationals in the UK, for the Genesis Trust supporting the vulnerable and homeless here in Bath, and for our own church, for Tim and Fran, James, Yen, Paul, Bex and the PCC. We ask, Father, we ask that their lives and their actions, that they will be a living demonstration of your love as they share the joy, love, hope and restoration that can be found only in you, Lord. Now we cup our hands together like we're holding something precious and remind us that God holds us all and those that we love in the palm of his hand. We bring before you individuals we know who need your tender and healing touch today. Father God, wrap them in your tender care. Hold them in your arms of love and bring them healing, renewal and peace. So we finally return to holding our hands in an open gesture. Father, as we wait before you this morning, give us open hearts and open hands. Make us eager to hear your voice and seek your guidance. So we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray to the mercy and protection of God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.